listening to episode 33, chapter one of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Chris Lambert. And I'm Josh Havens. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that he would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. Today, we're talking with Shundron Thomas. Shundron Thomas is the president of a trillion-dollar global investment management business. As a strategic thinker and trusted advisor, he helps corporations, nonprofits, and religious organizations achieve their purpose and vision. As a masterful communicator and motivational speaker, he enlightens and inspires individuals in the areas of professional and personal development. He is widely respected by professional colleagues for his dedication to excellence and principled business approach. In 2017, Black Enterprise identified him as one of the most powerful black executives in corporate America. Shundron is also an entrepreneur, previously founding businesses with retail and publishing interests. He is an engaged civic leader, serving on the boards of several nonprofit organizations. He also serves in his local community as associate pastor of his church located on Chicago's South Side. Chandran speaks and lectures nationally on subjects including vocation, leadership, strategy, investments, personal finance, values, and faith. His passion for communicating led him to author four books, including his most recent release, Discover Joy in Work. Studies show that the average person will spend more than 90,000 hours at work in their lifetime. It's a significant aspect of life and one that God actually designed and built into who we are as human beings. He created us to work and to be productive. What's more, he actually created work to be something we enjoy. But according to a Gallup poll, 85% of us hate our jobs. So what's the deal? Daily Growth Discipleship's fourth step in creating a lifestyle of discipleship is to serve with purpose. We believe God created each person with a vocational call. It's a call to do productive work, not just for the sake of putting food on our table, but also for the sake of carrying out his command to be caretakers and stewards of the earth. When we do this well, we serve with purpose and find joy in doing what God created us to do. When we do this, our work brings glory to God. In this chapter, Chandran talks a bit about his own journey and how God has helped him bring glory to God in the world of finance. All right, Chandran, welcome to the podcast. Great. Uh, Good to be on with you, Chris and Josh. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, being on. Really excited to talk with you today about your book, Discovering Joy in Work. Um, a little bit of a, an aside, I keep wanting to say discover joy in the workplace, but I guess we'll get into some of those uh, yeah. details, <laughs> the uh, details yeah, right. as we go along here. Uh, but I thought maybe a good place to start was actually to talk a little bit about your work experience, because you have a very unique work experience for most of the people we talk to um, on our podcast. And um, as many longtime listeners will know, step four in the five-step framework to creating a lifestyle of discipleship is serve with purpose. And that means that we believe that God has created and gifted us with the vocational call to serve the world with our 
work. And so uh, I was wondering a little bit about how that has played out in your own life. I mean, that's a major theme of the book. You, you don't say it quite like that. Right. Um, but what has your experience been like as a Christian searching for joy in your work while working in these secular environments? Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there that the only way to maybe be happy in our work is first and foremost, it has to be some sort of ministry that we're doing. And you really turn this totally on its head. Right. Well, 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 the first thing, um, the way that I think about it is uh, God expects us fully uh, to live out every call that we have uh, in every aspect of our lives, right? And and so we can think of that as, for example, there is a commission uh, to anyone who is a believer and a follower of Christ. And I think people can easily wrap their, their mind around the thought process of being commissioned to, say, go out and preach uh, or share the gospel, Right. Um, but again, if you think about even um, your your podcast, right? Um, the, the Bible also admonishes us as believers to to make disciples of the nations or other people, right? And and how do you go about the process of either sharing the gospel uh, or making disciples, right? If you're not engaging with people, that's number one. Two, um, one of the things that, that that I think about in my own work. So I spent most of my career in financial services. Uh, working in, in various wor- roles for, for large financial services firms. I've also had the opportunity to earn, own a business with a friend. So we had a partnership where we had some retailing and publishing interest. And uh, as I've grown, uh, not only professionally, but just as importantly grown in my faith, it has become abundantly clear to me how God shows himself to us in and through our work. And I think it's not only the fact that whatever vocation that we choose, right, God can use that work to glorify him. And when I say glorify him, I'm not just talking about uh, giving to Christian causes. I'm saying literally in the work that we do, uh, reflecting God through that work. Uh, but the other part that I would say, and then we can get to some specific questions you might have around it. But in our work, how God literally uses our work experiences to actually develop us. And so God perfects us while he's yet using us. And I think most, much of that perfection actually comes in the context of the work that we do in whatever workplace we do it. Do you have a personal mission statement that guides you in what kind of work that you've pursued? Because you've pursued a wide range throughout your life and you list off everything from cutting lawns to now being president of a global financial company. Um, so how did you get into this industry of financial services? Yeah, so, so it's interesting. So, I, I, you know, if I think back, my first interest uh, in finance uh, came when I was in high school. And so I had the opportunity when I was in high school to take an applied economics course. I, I took an accounting course. And I just started to see that not only did I have an interest in sort of how finance worked and things like that, um, but I had a, you know, an, an affinity for, 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 for numbers. Uh, you fast forward, um, I, I did my undergraduate business degree in accounting. And I had a particular opportunity while I was uh, pursuing my undergraduate degree. I went undergrad to Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida, um, to actually do a number of things, including work for a student-run investment company. Um, that culminated with doing some internships. And it was one of these things, uh, you know, Chris, you, you, you know how you don't know until you sort of stumble into it. But it was actually having the experience of working in that work environment where I felt like um, it was a really good fit for me. Now, to be frank, I had to mature over time to appreciate how to fully integrate, because I think you only have one life. 
um, my Christian convictions and the way I lived that out in my faith and my work. Because I would say if I were to go back several decades ago, my disposition would have been, you know, you sort of go to work and do work. And then you, 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 you go to church and do church or you engage with your Christian community. Um, but that, that dissonance never sat well with me. And so increasingly, I, I begin to see all the things that we're taught in the Bible, these practical truths, they play out every day in every area of your life. And so when you apply those to how you make decisions, even in the financial world, right, um, you really see the, the reward that you get for, for living out those truths. But you also see um, that God is indeed glorified because, again, we are representing him in the workplace. Now, I want to be clear. It doesn't mean that your beliefs or your convictions won't be challenged. As you well know, as soon as you take a stand, right, mm-hmm. um, right there is right. going to be opposition. Uh, but I think that's part of I mean, that's part of the story, too. Right. Uh, when we take that stand so that 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 people can see um, the strength of those convictions and ultimately not be attracted to us, uh, but be attracted to Christ. I like what you were saying uh, earlier about how God actually uses our work to shape and develop us as well. And that, to me, that seemed to be really apparent when we face those kind of crisis situations where we take a stand or we do something and all of a sudden we face uh, conflict or we face something that threatens our own identity or even our job. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. How has, how has your work maybe affected your walk with Christ? How has God used your work to develop you as a disciple or follower of Christ? Well, it's interesting because, you know, I see it in so many different ways um, uh, to, to give maybe maybe two tangible examples. I, I recall years ago um, uh, being early on in my experience uh, where I was managing a business and I had uh, a number of people that were reporting to me and up through the business. And so um, you have to think about how you actually apply uh, the things that we believe uh, as 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 a matter of our faith in our day-to-day uh, activities. And so I remember one time in particular, like in our business, a lot of uh, the forms of compensation uh, people receive, it comes from incentive compensation. And I remember dealing with one of my managers who was reporting to me, and his, his mindset was because we had hired someone late in the year, uh, that he didn't want them to participate in what we would refer to as the incentive pool or the bonus pool. And this is interesting. To me, the decision was so clear-cut. And you might say, why is that? But I, I'm sure you can appreciate this. If you think of uh, the parable of the vineyard owner, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I love the line, and it depends on what translation you look at, where those who come early and work the full-time are upset because the vineyard owner, representing Christ, right, is someone who pays all the workers, regardless of the time, the same amount. And he says, you know, don't be angry with me because I'm choosing to do good. My, my point being, this individual was a, a, a part of our team. And regardless of whether, in this case, it was a she, she had been there for one month or the entire year, I felt a strong conviction by virtue of, of, of my, my Christian faith and what I'm taught and what I believe. So I'm using that as one example of, this is practical things that come into play. I could give you literally hundreds of situations where every day we have to make decisions. And some seem small, some are bigger, and, and they really challenge where you actually apply what you believe in your day-to-day work experience. Yeah, that's a really good point, too, because it's not like every day uh, you're faced with these great 
uh, challenges or like you're not being put on the spot to stand up and say, no, I believe in Christ and, uh, you know, fire me if you will. You have these great moral dilemmas when you walk (laughs) into work. Exactly. It's those little everyday things that that the life of Christ comes through in us. And, And so even if it might not be a big giant witness to everybody all at once or anything like that, it's it's still a glorification to God and producing good work just by virtue yes. of of living out those ethics and 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 the biblical teachings that we find here. Our work, whether it's in full-time ministry or in a secular field, is meant to serve others and to glorify God. Although work can feel like a burden at times, God created it to give us a purpose and so that we would feel fulfilled through it. The problem is, many of us today don't feel fulfilled in our work. We feel dissatisfied. We want more money, more freedom, more time off, more decision-making power. And we want to get rid of all the wasteful meetings and bureaucratic hierarchy we constantly have to manage. But one of the biggest reasons we feel dissatisfied in our work is because we don't think it adds value. We don't see how pushing papers around all day could possibly help anyone, let alone bring glory to God. But what if it did? What if it could? What if God was glorified just because we did our work with excellence? This is a radical shift, but one we must make if we are to find joy in our work. So today, I hope you feel you are doing the work God has called you to do. If you are, continue doing it with excellence but perhaps you've grown restless with it over time. It no longer excites you. It's harder to get out of bed on Monday mornings. If this is the case, I want you to ask yourself, how does my work bring glory to God? And this isn't a rhetorical question. I actually want you to ask yourself this and spend some time with God asking, how does my work glorify you? Because I think you will find that as you seek him in this way, God will either direct you to the work for which he created you, or you will begin to find new joy in the work you are already doing. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Shundron's work, check out shundronthomas.com. Then check out the next chapter in our conversation where Shundron helps us discover we can actually find joy in our work. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.